What can we see from our old ones? What can we learn from our actions? What can we get from our passion? How can I be less reactive? You don't absorb energy, no, you match it. So what you become is what you're attracting. I got the perfect cologne on. I get the grin like I'm Molans. Sometimes you know that you chosen. Know that you grow up the moment. That you let go of the moment. I got the perfect cologne on. I get the grin like I'm Molans. Sometimes you know that you chosen. Know that you grow up the moment. That you let go of the moment. Welcome to Discipline Stoners. The gateway drug to mindfulness. Spark up or don't. And enjoy the show. Glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie, and, and we, we are the Gateway, Gateway Drug, Drug to Mindfulness. And today, what a lovely start to the year it's been. Happy New Year. Happy day. We just had Big Norm on. In the precinct. Yeah. You know, she's like, do you have any final words? I was like, yes, Your Honor. You know, This is my life. I'm a medicinal patient. Marijuana is something I use to live, to make money off of. Wow. This is my livelihood. It's legal where I'm from, and eventually the world's going to follow suit. So please... Let me just go see my father in the Philippines. He's sick right now. And just pleading, you know, just like, please, if you can find it in your heart, just forgive me and just let me continue on my ways. I'll never come back, you know? Wow. And I looked at Chaz and I, please let them know. And she just looks at me, looks at them, and she's like, this is sure. Like, bitch, that was like four words, man. What the fuck? Tell her everything I said. Oh my gosh. That he episode was, was so funny. Like, man. he was constantly making me laugh from the moment that he walked in <laughs> yeah, to our walk, place. Like, period. He's just like a funny guy. He's like a brilliant guy. And also so kind. Yeah, very sweetheart. Shout out Big Norm. Thanks yeah, for being on. Yeah, if you didn't see that episode, highly suggest you go, go back, back. Put this one on pause and go yeah. peek that one because there's a lot of good stories. <laughs> and also Primo before that. We had Primo on for a repeat. Yeah. And I just visited his facility right now. Oh. Yeah. You know what we smoking on, light it up a telebond, flexing with the super strong, puffing like a smoke a thong. Gotta cut a smoke alarm, throw smoke rings at the throat like a water gun. You know word like a sing along, set it, let it be like a bet you betting on. It's a bud throne that I'm sitting on. Fun it in like a telethon. When it's said and done, everyone wanna be puffing like a smoke a thong. Smoke a we be puffing like a smoke a thong. Smoke a we be puffing like a smoke a thong. Smoke a thong. Puffing like a smoke a thong. I be puffing like a smoke a thong. Only hitting that hella bomb. Yeah, gotta kill a smoke alarm. We be puffing like a puffathon. We be puffing like a puffathon. <laughs> I'm like bad boy, baby. Puff my main thing. Yes, Terps in the nose. THC in my veins. CBG for the highs. CBD for the pain. Shout out every other element that we haven't measured yet Because education has been restrained Why, why, I wonder why Cannabis, this fucking guy He goes up in the pharma cabinet and says I'll replace you and take you out the game Good night, alright And you fight that had been prescribed It's time to take a hike vibe And you're gonna kill this guy Smoke a joint every morning and you'll be fine The red cherry is where I find the light You know what we smoking on Light it up a telebond Flexing with the super strong Puffing like a smoke thong Gotta cut a smoke alarm Throw smoke rings at the throat like a a gun, you know, word like a sing along, set it, let it be like a bet you betting on. It's a bud throne that I'm sitting on. Fun it in like a telethon. When it's said and done, everyone wanna be puffing like a smoke a thong. We 
be puffin' like a smoke-a-thon We be puffin' like a smoke-a-thon Puffin' like a smoke-a-thon I be puffin' like a smoke-a-thon Only hittin' that hella bomb Yeah, gotta kill a smoke alarm We be puffin' like a puff-a-thon We be puffin' like a puff-a-thon Discipline stoners out on the scene Matching tracksuits and Jordan 3s Can't wait to see you and smoke more weed What's that you got there a blunt for me? Fuck it, I'm lucky, I love you too Let's see your old drops and new stuff too What's there a Sunday on a Sunday cruise? Doing reviews for her next skew Smoking the fire and we hella blitz I got my paws on shit nobody gets Outstanding buds like they came from the drip Throwing some primo on top of the tip Never in sniff, I love the community At an event talking like it's just you and me Culture and industry making its history We are just happy to be here and getting so lit You know what we smoking on, light it up a telepon Flexing with the super strong, puffing like a smoke song Gotta kill a smoke alarm first, smoke rings at the throat Like a water gun, you know word like a sing-along Set it, let it be like a bet you betting on It's a bud throne that I'm sitting on Fun it in like a telethon, when it's said and done Everyone wanna be We just done some harvesting here Welcome back to another live stream with the Disciplined Stoners. We're at Primo. We just cut down some Primo. Some biscotti cake. Cheers, bro. Congratulations. Look at this. Look at this, though. Look at this. Yeah, just yesterday or the day yeah, before? Two days ago. Two now. days ago. Yeah. We went for harvest. And this was his like first largest crop since he originally did his first grow, right? Like the weed that we've tried of his that's been on the market is like a year old. Crazy. Yeah, so that bomb-ass lava cake that we smoked has, you know, that's the nature of the market. That's most times the case, and that's why I guess Flow Through helped with that in Ontario. But anyway, this new heat coming to market, you know, he said to me, he's like, oh, I had to start my game up, you know, collabing with Ben. He's so humble. <coughs> Primo is fucking amazing, man. So there's a... Uh, collab between Trees and Primo that's dropping this spring as well. What is in there? That is grass. This? Yeah. Grass? Yeah. Grassy? Yeah. What do you mean? You like it? I, I like it, but it's it's like grassy. Let's see. Smoke it. Oh, yeah, like pining. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes like that. Like wheatgrass. Word. That, I think, is... um. Some of the dough from Primo and some of the biscotti cake, I think an early cut mm. from uh, Function Genetics, who is a fucking brilliant, he's the, he's the genius mastermind behind uh, Primo as well. Like he's always helping him with this stuff. Anyway, so yeah, it's been a very, and we we're in Newfoundland. Yes, we were. We went to St. John's by. Yes. Yeah, it's been a great start to the year. We had an early or a late Christmas with your dad's side of the family, and yeah, and an early Christmas with your side of the family. Yeah, in and Alberta, an on-time Christmas with, with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> and, and our our mainstay here in Toronto. Yeah, and how just like blessed is it that we can fly yeah. across the country? You know, like that's yeah. that's crazy. I'm Grand really trying too. to work on my present moment gratitude i heard something recently in a podcast and it was like you know if you're constantly looking forward to what's next and i've heard this before but it just kind of hit me differently if you're constantly looking forward to what's next you're never really like sitting in your like current moment be in, in the gratitude moment. be in the moment 
and there's so much to be grateful for. It's a blessing. But you get stuck like this. Well, this morning I woke up and I felt unworthy. You know, I was coming off a dream and I just felt like, fuck, I'm turning 36 this year. Hot, and hot, so hot. And I'm like, what the fuck? So like, hot. what is going on? And at the same time, I'm like, but also, if this is all there if ever is, like, I'm really nourished. Like, that one day that I was having, just saw a friend, did a yoga class, like, worked on our work that we do. You know, I'm enjoying the work that we're doing. With the podcast here? Yeah. I know. I've been really feeling a new level of fulfillment with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. But yeah, it's like, oh gosh, I want some things. I want some things in my life. One of those things like really being, I, I want to be on like a sitcom or like a, mm. a comedy, dra- a dramedy. Yeah, you're very gosh, good actor. And I want that so much. You're a good family member too, like of a cast and crew like that. Like you're just a good worker. You're a pro worker. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll get that. I'm sure you'll get where, where you're, that's where you're going. That's what we're headed to do. And you just got to like enjoy your way there and allow it to unfurl. Yeah. I think that's where I'm at where I'm like, this all belongs. Like enjoy, like uh, my only work is to as much as possible, enjoy what's in front of me. And that shouldn't be that hard. Honestly, it's pretty spectacular. No, especially if you have such a tremendous time. This cat is lit. Um, You know, she's in the letter. Uh, yeah like you gotta constantly set yourself up for the design of the life that you want to have so like yeah especially all this engineering and designing of how you spend your time over the past couple years that you've kind of you know worked into your life like that's yeah like these moments and those moments like when we get I took a lot of moments when I was in Newfoundland too and I you know family I haven't seen in a while just take a couple extra looks at them you know, just look at them in their face, in their eyes. Yeah. And it's like, we're just here. Like, that's nice. You know, yeah. if you can just spend a moment, like, in the moment. Like, everyone just always pulling out their phone now these days and just, like, escape, like, do something, do something. Like, hyper productivity, but you're not even really doing anything. You're just, like, checking your texts or something. Like, checking. Like, stop browsing. Stop browsing your life through your phone. It's commodified it for you. It's just like, feel what is now. You're supposed to be serving something now, right? You got to give. You gotta, I, I like to focus least... on how I can give. So how, how can you know how to give best in the moment? Sometimes it's just being. You know, you're a customer at a restaurant. Just enjoy yourself. Just be and enjoy the food, you know, and just like there's always a way that you can give in this exchange of this like kind of almighty cosmos of consciousness that's like get the most out of the moment yeah i've seen and i've and other people have told me this too like and i've seen you do it and i feel myself like when we look at our phones we're literally transported into a different world oh yeah and yes we're physically still in the same place that we always were but we're not there like i'll look at you and when yeah. you're in your phone and he's not here. No. And I feel that when I'm in my phone. I don't feel here. I know I am here. You're not present. But I don't feel aware of anything else going on besides what is taking up my attention in there. And so I really think that the same way we kind of approach weed is like having a relationship with it. Like 
you, we gotta be clocking in. I got so mad at myself this week for, for coming home and I was having a great day and I stopped to get weed and I wanted some Blue Dream, but I ended up getting this Mac 10 by Greasy. Wynn is on the hunt for a Blue Dream, guys. If, <laughs> if you guys any home growers, if you love the show, if you feel like you've nailed a Blue Dream, please send it. We'll smoke it on the show. Send a little extra for Wynn because she loves it and can't find it. Yeah, Continue. basically, yeah. And <laughs> Send so, out that smoke signal. <laughs> so I got home and I had prepared in my head the like the steps that I was going to take. I was going to make myself a smoothie, make myself a sandwich. Um, I was working again later, so I needed to take Ralph for a walk. There were things on that needed to get done mm -hmm. before I was ready to leave the house again. And I had time, like hours. Um, and so I get home and I sit on the couch and I just automatically open my phone this was absolutely not by choice. This was absolutely out of my awareness. And uh, I start smoking my joint about 25 minutes in. And about five minutes into smoking my joint, I start saying out loud, I have two pets right beside me. And I'm, I'm scrolling on my phone while I'm doing this. I have two beautiful animals right beside me that would love my love. And I can only love one of them at a time because my other hand is doing this. It's just, give me more, give me more, give me more. And my Ugh. brain is there. And Keeps it, you dumb. it felt so icky actually it, when I came to that awareness and I, I took a video, but I've deleted it now um, uh, where I was just like, I am so annoyed that I had to get high to become aware of this addiction. And like, I just wasted half an hour mm. and I have beautiful animals next to me that I could have spent that time with and mm. like connected and communicated and, and built a relationship. And like, instead I like got nothing. Could I tell you anything of the information that I received in that half an hour fuck no and like I ha I really had to work this out for myself because I'm like okay obviously I was tired and physically you know it's cold it's fucking cold outside I'm biking to and from the studio it takes some physical energy right now it's so, the dopamine drip so I was it, tired and so I got in and and but what I should have done is like go sit down and close my eyes and meditate Yes. until I feel my life energy replenish enough to take care of myself. Because yeah. I put off making nourishment, giving myself nourishment. I put off giving myself nourishment through the dopamine that I get from my cat and my dog. I put off things that are good for me for nothing, for half an hour. It was really icky when I came to the realization and, and, and I had to get yourself. high you to come to that realization. And that was even a thing I had to kind of work out and massage out and come to terms with, you know, but I think even now, like it made such an ick feeling in my body that I'll be more aware of it in my sober life now, I think, because it was just like, sometimes it's just got to hurt. I think, I think a lot of times it's just got to hurt before you actually make a change, which is hilarious that we do that. But, you know, if we didn't feel hurt, then how could we feel all of the other good stuff that's opposite hurt? Anyways, that's that's what happened to me this week. Oh, what about that permanent marker? Where did we put that? I think it's what I rolled up. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm just looking for a... A filter? These filters you don't want to use? Which one? 
the ones here on the end of the... I didn't see them. Oh, there we go. Nice. Whoa, good rip. I love that. I really like... Yeah, so I, I took this video. I want to beat on you for that, but you're beating on yourself enough, you know? Yeah, I took this video. I was so pissed, and then I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to share this, and it's ultimately it doesn't need to be shared. I well, because you don't need to focus crazy. on what's not cool, but yeah. I do like the self-awareness that you took the time to express cathartically. Thanks. I know, it's sad. Like, get up and do the thing that excites your consciousness. When you're going to go to sleep at night or when you think about death or when you zoom out and you think like, what can I spend my life doing here? Even if it's shit that, you know, whatever, maybe like even makes you feel nervous, like dive into it. Like, yeah. Do it. Like, you know, this is so good. Can yeah. I, I, can I go? Of course. Okay. So I was listening to, um, the corporate yogi podcast yeah. with Julie Zizek. She's back uh, after a year hiatus. Shout out Julie. And change wins life. Change my life, and I love her and support the podcast and like go watch it, go listen to it. It's lots of good stuff. And today it was a Jan second drop, so she's talking about goals, and this is going to play into what you were just talking about, yeah. where she was ta actually talking about common mistakes that people make when goal setting. I won't go through all of them, but um, one of them was. Uh, uh, taking what should be like lifestyle changes, like ha creating new habits and putting that into your goal section where goals that though that's that falls actually under a different sort of area so say you're wanting to implement a meditation practice development that shouldn't necessarily be a goal because so what you do meditation for a year and then what you drop it like it should be mm. a, a more implementation of a change in lifestyle not a somewhere to reach not something that's to right hit. so that's the diet mentality as well the psychology behind a diet is you'll eat really good until yeah until and that's why what? i don't like the 75 hard no. either because it's all bullshit like this is all ways to like sell you an energy and the reason why there's a date put on it is because there's an end yeah but you're right what julie was saying is like same thing when i talk about like becoming good at music or or whatever performance it's like you can't like remember to rehearse you just have to be Upset has to be you. You have to be the thing that does, like the driving force. Like exactly to your point. Love yeah. That. Continue. And then so she was talking about what a goal sort of should feel like in in your body, and it is like it should cause a little bit of that nausea. Mm -hmm. Like it should cause a little bit of that adrenaline excitement. It should be. How am I gonna do this? It should be out of reach slightly yeah. and that's like and I then like you that. you know you only focus on <coughs> two three four five of those goals rather than trying to you know flip your life upside down by changing your lifestyle um so i, I just that Love really that. hit me because i've been kind of weird about goals and stuff recently Everyone, just because i'm like more trying energy. to release the outcome of attachment or the attachment to outcome yeah well i mean but there's goals though right i mean it has nothing to do with the new year. For me, I'm always just like too on the prowl for hype. Yeah. Like, I mean, on the prowl meaning like it's my fucking prey that I call out because like new year, new you, not accurate at all. Total fucking lie. Total fucking. Yeah, you can't just wake up and be different. Notebook, calendar <laughs> seller, uh, life coach pitch, all it, bullshit, bullshit. No fucking way. Consistent 
baby steps in the gradient towards an ideal and don't get so attached to that ideal. You know what's been humbling for me the last couple of months is baby steps. God, that's they're that's so, where the work's done. Chip away. They're so away. fucking annoying because they're not uh, immediate gratification. You don't you don't see it like it's like, oh, I built Rome in one day, you know? It's like look at oh look at that. All I did was work for one day and I'm you know, it's like no, you gotta like brick by brick and you actually said something to me back in seven oh three where uh, I love how that's a reference. You guys probably know what we mean. It's like the condo before we moved here and it was a time period where we were kinda coming into the beginning stages of self-awareness and when he said you just gotta look at the next logical step because i was always trying to pan back at a master plan and like build the whole house at once or it's like next logical step and not just next step next logical step just focus on the next logical step because like because sometimes that's sleep sure or just like call yourself out on like the I get all like, why aren't I at the Grammys? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I get pissed off every time the Grammys, by the time they're coming on like TV or something, I'm like, they didn't call me again and invite me out of the blue. This is fucking bullshit. Like, you know what? It's like, okay, where's the single that you focused on and pushed all year? Where's your application that you paid? I don't even know that who to go through. Like, you know, uh, friends of mine who've been at the Grammys for being a part of things or nominated or winners or and then I you know obviously they have management that takes care of those things and then I like put only half my songs on SoundScan that can be considered for that sort of uh, number accumulation to exist in a certain pocket of where the artists anyway so it's like why don't you worry about how to do that mm. stuff first before you start like oh collect the glory collect the glory no your recognition will come bro like who's your contact at the academy man work on that first okay like you know and then get your songs to the point where they're heard by those people right now so next step here now and you should enjoy if you if you want that you should enjoy fuck do i ever i don't care if i have to write 20 more songs or twenty thousand more songs it's far i like that i'll Mm. i'll just keep doing that that's cool for me i'm happy and of course it's good when you shape your life around a skill like that where I don't have to do anything else so that's lucky like I get to just like be creative and my energy and my spirit isn't split but it's like yeah I think that is the only inevitable way to there unless you want to sell your asshole to Weinstein for a fucking Illuminati check like there's people who are in that room that did take that shortcut too but I'm like nah I'm the mason I'm I'm the builder I'll build so yeah exactly don't worry about that big shiny goal of six-pack abs Get used to smelling the gym every morning at 7 a.m. Go smell the rubber. Even if you don't have the energy to work out, get ready and walk to the gym. Have have, have some biostudial pre-workout and walk around the gym and smell it. Get your brain used to liking the smell and showing up before you think, I deserve to go like that and have six-pack abs in the mirror. All the shallow shit. I, want- I know, but fuck. Sometimes you wake up and like... Let it drive you. Let it drive uh... you there. If you really want it, you'll stick around. You'll stick through it. And that's what's happened to me as a musician too. Process that's elimination. That's also annoying. Bitch. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's also annoying. I, like, I look at people who have quote unquote dropped out. I wouldn't even say that. Change directions is, a, is a better way to say that. There you go. And I'm like, yeah. At like absolutely fair fair choice oh yeah no judgment no judgment i'm just saying like you can't fake it like i think everyone who changed directions 
didn't feel like that. It's annoying that I want it so much. But that's the disconnect, right? So you're 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 focusing on what you want from it instead of how to give to it. I okay, I hear that. You know, just shift your I'm always thinking like how can I expand on this gift? Like, you know, like really no. Like even what I've gone through here. Like, Ugh, that's so annoying. Yeah. Like the music <laughs> like I was because I was worried I went the wrong direction with what I was doing. I'm like, no, that's just first. The industry knows you first before the fans know you. If you don't know 10 guitarists, then like go do some open mics, you know? If you don't have a band that can revolve, go get like, you know, or go get involved with whatever industry you're in. But like circulate and like get that grounded recognition first. You do, you do the monologue slams. You're out here. Like you have the elbow grease. You take still, where you're doing stand-up at one of these little weed markets, like, you're still so humble. Like, you're so humble. Like, it's good. You don't really have anything to worry about. Thank you. Yeah, you enjoy the work. <laughs> just enjoy your no, way No, I really there. do. I really do enjoy my way there. Just sometimes when I wake up and I'm like, I think I would feel better if... I had a TV show. <laughs> of course. No, the fact is, is that you will, but you'll be there and then there'll no, be... No, I won't. No. The only way to get the TV show is if I feel, feel better, better first. <laughs> but there's also that fortitude we were talking about, right? Like good things, good light is on the other side of that fortitude. And it doesn't have to turn into grit, just fortitude, just mental focus. Yeah. Just like, I think overall I'm taking it less seriously. Yeah, that's what you end up doing. Like it used to break me and I'd be like, I'm quitting. I've done that like maybe three or four times. Like real, real, like I'm done with acting. <laughs> Absolutely done. Probably three or four times. And like the sad truth is no one cares. And and <laughs> I'm lying. You're lying to yourself. I mean, I'm just hurt. That's all. The, when when you start to become aware of the path is truly only built by you is, it's it's very empowering and it can be very hard. I I, I said this to uh, Kia. I had a session with Kia the other day. I'm like, I thought by having a song with Carl and, you know, humble and all and you know Kia and and having, you know, all these different kind of endorsements or something. D sharp. I, I, D sharp. Like, I mean, Jesus, the list goes on. I don't want to brag here, you know, but like, I'm very grateful Craig with Smart. people that I've constantly gotten to work with. Craig, <laughs> Craig Smith. <laughs> Yo, I got Craig Smart to come out for free to a fucking pride parade at proud FM. And the dude who was introducing him on stage, fucking mispronounced his name, but took pictures with them, put it on their Instagram. He's a platinum like, recording artist. Yeah, he's and, a Canadian and, gem. And he said, and he literally put that, and introducing coming to the stage with 11 <laughs> platinum Canadian selling vocalists, Craig Smith. <laughs> Oh, I hated it and so it much. And it was so loud across the streets because it was outside. And he's and such a gentleman. He just like ignored it. Yeah, Craig Smart is the man. We're going to have him on. God, he's I was... He's a beautiful soul, man. Like... Uh, Great singer. Do you, I was huge crush. Oh, yeah. 13-year-old me? I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those eyes? Those eyes? And then you meet him and he's fucking... And he's so sweet. So tall and sweetheart guy. I put yeah. him in a movie. You did. You put Craig Smart in a movie, homie. 
Bless the Canadian entertainers. Big up yourself. Okay, Love you. so I was also listening to Mel Robbins this morning on my first ride to the yoga studio. And I don't actually um, resonate with her too much. There's a few things in like my earlier spiritual and self-development journey that really loved and we kind of grew apart to me and Mel sure. <laughs> and but I still I still every now and again I kind of get like a craving for her like groundedness and sort of like thick skin and oh, that's cool yeah so I was listening to her this morning and she does a like journaling reflection with her husband and her kids at the end of each year and the first thing the first question to answer is like what were your highlights of this year and not to take it lightly to like really like go back into your calendar go back into your photo albums and like every time something comes up that sparks sort of a joyful memory like write it down and I was just I didn't even I haven't done the exercise yet but I was just thinking of a few things and it's really like when you're able to look back at a year and be like, wow. Yeah. Like so many things nourished my soul this year. Consciousness had a quite the time through you. That's a cool way to hold faith in like the future and, <coughs> and be less, feel less serious about what it feels like, like maybe right now in this moment where I'm perceiving, perceivingly not getting what I want. But you are getting what you want. I know I'm changing. I agree. I've, yeah. So I said perceivably because I just woke up unworthy and I'm like, let me have a TV show. <laughs> well, that's nice. The universe heard that and it's on its way and the rocket is sent. Just hold faith and enjoy your way there in the meantime and do everything to open all the pockets of opportunity on the way. We should call this one Give Winnie a TV show. Sounds good. I'm down. Um, I said something cool today, too, that I enjoy the truth of, and it's ironic that we have a podcast, but the more you talk, the further away from source you get. Yeah. <laughs> that's a mushroom yeah. fact. Like, that's just like, it's this. Well, so it's not all these things? No, it's all those things. But you just said it's this. You contradicted yourself. Oh, my God. Like, there you go. This is black. But what about the white? It's also white, but it's black. Huh? <clears throat> I am what I focus on. I am what has previously manifested. I am what I want. I am what I desire. I am what I don't have. I am what others don't have. I am what I have in contrast to others. Are you catching this? Like <laughs> philosophically, that's the simplest way to put it without like dragging a bunch of life examples into it. I think I got lost. But I hear what you're saying. Everything, everything is nothing and everything is everything. Everything is relative. So like it's hard to take yourself seriously outside of I guess basic safety. Everything is important and everything is unimportant. Yeah, I guess the the easiest human conversation here is like privilege, <clears throat> but out of relativity say when people say first world problems it's like well you should refine those things you know and then in the third world they will face the third world problems and they will fix those problems for themselves there like that's their conscious journey like you can't say 
anyone's wrong because in their point of rel relativity, it's like what their conscious expression is moving towards that's, this time. Yeah, that's just so next level for for a. I don't even know if I like would say that on like on globally. I know you just said it, but like I don't because man, people don't like to suffer. Mm, I disagree. I disagree big time. I think I people love to suffer. I think I don't think they like it. <clears throat> I think they like um like it's the deal with the devil, right? You can't have your cake and eat it too. It's like you can you can be the chef or the or the eater, right? So it's like you invest the time up front or later pay for it. It's kind of like this cool, neat conundrum of time and space, period. I'm really on a fucking cloud today. I understand that. So there's yeah. some people that are going <clears> to, <throat> who have studied philosophy, who are going to be able to keep up or who are on mushrooms right now. And then just basically what I'm saying here is whatever you focus on will unfurl. Whatever assumption you've made of self will be. Um, my point of humans enjoying suffering is whatever you want, there's desire born, and that's the root of suffering. I'm hungry, so I have a need for something, and then my solution is to solve it with food. And I have to go find food, which moves me from my comfort of stillness. So I'm like, from the very just, that's what the Bible puts it in the idea of original sin. You're in a body. You're gonna have to keep it alive. You you have a desire. You've you've torn yourself out of alignment of perfect oneness because you need something or want something. So you get the here. The good news <laughs> is you get to choose. You know, so so the world, especially right now, will hand you problems to solve and you can choose ones to solve instead. And that's really nice. It's like a scientist who wants to be a scientist. That's purpose. So every problem you solve, all your suffering towards, you know, it will, I be, don't think, it will be towards something. Yeah, so I don't, humans love the act of suffering. You just should be worthy suffering is what I'm saying. I think that the... the you ever mix a I song, think, Winnie? It's not fucking fun. I think the only way that in order for us to evolve and expand and grow is through suffering. We love it. But I don't think people like it. I'm not like... When I'm like really sad, I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sadness and suffering does not have to go hand in hand. How you handle suffering, that's what the Stoicism teaches us, right? <clears throat> you can suffer and maintain grace. She'd yeah, been, I she, agree. She's been around too many white people who are alive. She don't know what that's no, about. No, <laughs> I know that. I actually am learning that. Like when my, I've been in depressive states and it hasn't paralyzed me. And I think that is very graceful when I like get up and I'm like. Boss shit. Fuck. Boss. I am in a mental state of dis-ease. That awareness but though. But I'm going to eat and I'm going to shower and then I'm going to go find a streetcar. And then when I get on that streetcar, I'm gonna say my next three steps. And we'll go from there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is fucking, so it's the, actually really <laughs> cool. It's still like, ooh, still feels, uh, like but it morning. doesn't feel as heavy. It definitely doesn't feel as heavy. 
Not nearly as heavy. <clears throat> not choosing the addiction <coughs> is always a triumph in itself. Yeah. You get bogged down by familiar low grooves, you know? Processing, retreating. I said the other day, too, I was in the bath. I was like, I'm so over judging how I'm feeling all the time. Right? Thank oh. you. Thanks. Oh, I feel bad. What's making me feel bad? What's wrong like maybe with me? I'm literally just feeling bad for a sec. Just let it pass through you. You're not even your emotions. You're not your thoughts. There could be <clears throat> a radical wave of literal vibration passing through your home. Like mm-hmm. you you don't have control all the time. You're mm-hmm. at mercy of that's why I create a space. Because that's the best you can do is let your mind get inspired by your space and live from there. And then you, your vibration can raise. But like there could be a certain vibration from a truck on the highway that just like causes dissonance and is literally rumbling through the building. Mm-hmm. And also shout out to my ladies with uteruses that bleed. Oh, man, I know. Listen, I've been on the MyFlow app for like 18 months now, and it has changed my understanding of my cycle and my emotional body. And it's also been annoying, too, sometimes because I'm like, I'm out of control. And it's not, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, because, cause I'll check my app and be like, oh fuck, this is, so I'm getting, anyways, their patterns have happened over the last 18 months where now I can actually, uh, I just have like a better understanding of my own system and cycle and can nourish in each phase of the cycle in specific ways that cause symptom relief. Uh, so highly suggest if you're not on a period app, I use my flow, M-Y-F-L-O. They do not sponsor me. I just, it really has benefited me. So if it can benefit you, get on it. <coughs> you just love that, a good flow. You're married to a rapper. It's true. You love a good flow. Yoga. Yoga, flow. It's all about flow. And I do love a good period flow. It's not nice when it's stuck. <sighs> Flow with it, go with it. No minutes to sit there and suffer. Gotta be a life lover. So I don't use a rubber ever. What? <clears throat> anyway. Wow. With me at least. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All unicorns will have to go mm-hmm. under the wrapping. I think that they would probably appreciate that. Yeah. We're going to have that protection. You know, we don't live together. I know what you're up to. We live together. Yeah. You know. (laughs) We've lived together for quite some time. I basically ran out of mom's place to your place. Yeah, you were like, cool, I'm just going to stay with this chick. Basically still under the same fortitude. I just contribute financially sometimes. (laughs) Not in that first place. Not in that, not in myself and my old roommate's No, no, I was, I was just, uh, I was mooching. I was banging and mooching. Though, like we stayed in my room, like it's kind yeah. of immature. And if that I count- whole thing was kind of immature. Yeah, it was not the best way for that to flow. But we were just little. I'm like, we made food. Like, always yeah. been generous with food. But whatever. Hey, it's all good. Different personalities, different times, different all that. I I, <clears throat> I like to take the take the grace I was given and just dip because I feel like if you're young watching this, like 18, 19, don't move in with your friends. 
Yeah, you think it's a good idea. Because you're like, we're going to live together and spend all our time together. And it will be but, great. But people that live together, like, ultimately get in fights because... Oh, you just do. Because you're in the same space. And you live together, so you got early mornings and late nights. And like, you can, like, you can, it can really, when you either disrespect your roommate's time and space or they disrespect yours, it's like, it's it takes happen. a toll on the friendship, let me tell you. It will resolve most friendships. Yeah, I think so I think that's where a lot of friendships <clears throat> die the way, yeah the, in the roommate era time <clears throat> and the way I kind of measure that is when you meet someone you often manifest in each other's experience for a reason to balance your or to offer choices to balance your dharma it is it is your dharma to manifest them it is theirs to manifest you and you're both each other's teachers and there's like like a gas tank of fuel behind it depending on how big the lessons are or how you treat them the momentum can change right it's it's all organic energy so <clears throat> say you manifested a being and you guys could have had three years of friendship if you'd seen each other every weekend but then you move in together and then it's like and it's like how many weekends in that month now that you've seen each other every day so i think sometimes there is kind of a finite amount of uh lessons to be learned between two beings like two yeah. puzzle pieces that like oh oh I, oh now that feels oh and i like the way you loved me this way and i like i didn't appreciate the way you loved me that way yeah that's all it is right between friends and um <clears throat> it spends more rapidly when you keep the momentum going as well that refresh in friendships where you don't have to smell them all the time. Yeah. It's literally comes down to pheromones. Like yeah. we are animals. Um, I got real close with my buddy uh, Tyson, who I started Sylvan Sessions with, that duo, and why I'm in Toronto to begin with. Um, and he moved here with our friend Stephen Love. And it was a house of the three boys. And I was way closer with Steve when we lived in Vancouver. And then when I just moved out here basically to pursue music, me and Tyson started spending way more time together. And that was tough because one friendship took a backseat in real time. Like during. And I, I mourned for the times me and Steve had. We had like know, a prank show. so in love. He's a beautiful, beautiful guy. Be we, we, Their duo was called Lust and Love. It was, I was Lust. <laughs> it was so good. We both had uh, Carmen Vars at uh, John Casablanca's Models represent. Shout out Carmen! What She's a babe. The best. Amazing. I used to just hang out at that 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 agency all all the time okay, when I was signed. She's so cool. She is. Yeah, she is. She still is. <clears throat> Shout out Carmen. So yeah, like me and me and Steve had a great time, and it was when I was focused more on acting and comedy, and then I shifted to music, and then. Uh, yeah, and then it became Sylvan Sessions more focused, and that's just how I roll. Like, even now, it's like, what are you doing, Eleven? It's like, the podcast or music. Like, it's, I don't do, like, I took my mom for sushi today. That felt good. That's nice. You know, I made time to do that. Because, yeah. yo, you're only on a finite amount of time on here, too, man. Like, if you can take your parents for lunch sometimes, do that shit. Let this be the message to shine through. Do that. Or if you can call them right now, do it. Um... But yeah, where is it going with that? We have friendships, focus. Oh yeah, living together. Anyway, me and Tyson came to an end too, man. Like it's just it's the way it's you go, your seasons. Your seasons. We still keep in touch, still friendly, but we work together, played together, like pursued a career together, had a nine to five together, and lived together, and like party together. 
Yeah, it's such an intimate relationship living yeah. with someone, and you just don't know Love because guy, you've only ever lived with your family, and so like or someone you were fucking. So it's interesting when you're with a friend. We can fuck it out. Yeah, we can fuck it. If out. we have an argument about the dishes, fucking is more important than dishes. Yeah, but that was not that's not the case with me and the brosés. You know, no. nor will it be. So like, hey, bro, chill. Anyway. Uh, back to fucking. <laughs> yeah, you can't with a friend roommates, you know, if you don't do that, which... Yeah, I'm, yeah. I guess that blurs the lines of friendship. I think, yeah, like, I don't know about fucking your roommate either. Right? Yeah, if you have any insight on fucking your roommate, do let us know. But <laughs> anyway, just being friends and roommates is already edgy enough. Uh, but damn, we did have some good times, I will say, though. It wasn't all grim at all. And it was really great. Like, this is when we were playing for nachos and beer. Who gave a fuck? We'll pull up at a house party. He was just down to ride. Uh, when the party came back to our place, we lived in the hood in Regent Park in an old cleaned up crack house, and no one gave a fuck. And I'm glad. No one gave a fuck. I yeah, got that, right? I'm really glad you got that because you didn't, <laughs> you college. went, you literally went from mom to. To you. To me, yeah. so. I got some free time. <clears throat> it was good. the boys. Yeah, you needed just to like feel what that feel, felt like. And that was like eight months we were apart. Yeah, I ate, I ate red kidney beans <laughs> uh, most days and nights. And uh, I had Eggo waffles and red kidney beans. And I started a coffee subscription, so I had coffee. Uh, and then, damn, if I, could th if I could grab some pitas from Metro and that large brick of uh, cheddar cheese, whoo! Cheese used to be affordable, everybody. Fuck, man. I was living if I could get some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, um, I had my laptop and I watched Community. And yes. that's it. It was wake up, go to work, come home. And I was always just like, I got to get better at recording. Like, that was always my thing. I'd get back to the bedroom and just record. Uh, and it was, and then we met this guy, Quran Chronicles, and we'd walk around the hood at 2 a.m. just freestyling for hours. No beats, no Bluetooth, just, just rapping. <laughs> just being the real deal, you know? That was cool, man. So yeah, I'm glad I got that too. That was like college times for yeah. me. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about how to survive on your own and like doing laundry. Like I'd go to a laundromat. <laughs> but I'd make a time of it. I just make a fucking time of it. And I was so ripped mm. everywhere. I was 22 and just so ripped. So little now to think about. <laughs> I know. What the fuck, dude? Like, I just feel like right now I'm like <laughs> a, a person. Oh, I've just landed. Yeah. I'm just not scared to like <laughs> look at accounts and stuff. <laughs> like just now, like 34. Oh, fuck. 12 years ago. Holy. I learned so much. I'm so grateful for that time. Oh my God. And I wouldn't have had a place to stay if it weren't for those guys, man. They, they found a yeah, three bedroom you. place, man. You guys kept thank me alive. I, just, I don't know if they watched this. Probably don't. But Steve, they're like, we got enough of 11 of a life. Uh, but Steve Love, Tyson Cody definitely saved my yeah. ass and kept me alive in Toronto. That's facts. Fuck. That's facts. I've always had great friends around. I got to say, I'm very grateful. It touches my heart. Let's me I must be doing something right. I must be all right to be around to some degree. <laughs> You're pretty charming. Yeah, exactly. At least I'm going to convince them all fuck up front. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hope I enrich everyone's life that I ever come in contact with. 
There has to be and something. And like we were so little, like you and I will be the first to admit that like we were reactive, egoic little assholes, you know? Like, nonstop, nonstop. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're just different people now. If I met me then, which I feel sometimes I do, and I'm the me now, I'm just like, <coughs> and they'll literally like, they'll be talking like this and then they'll start to go like that. Like I like turn them down. I'm like, ah, uh, mm. nah, start from the top. What are you doing? You know, because I used to just be like, I'm an actor, I'm a musician, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. When we lived in LA the first time together, he would take like <laughs> three minutes about three minutes off the top of, of all of the, his skills to anyone that we would meet. Oh my God. And like, I knew that it was like slight, She'd sit through it. slightly cringy, but also I was like, fuck, I don't even tell them my name. You know, like I'm on the other end of it where I'm too shy. We had to affect each other. Yeah. It's just been a really nice journey. Yeah, so you know, you grow out of all those ickyisms and you end up realizing most of the times what you're experiencing with someone else is a reflection of yourself at that time that you're there in that situation, could be now for some watching. And yeah, you really gotta forgive yourself for how you act and forgive others and everyone involved. And just like everything is, it works out, man. It really works out. Because however you proceed with people in the moment, uh, you know, you will look back on that and you'll make decisions. You'll be curious, hopefully, about how you could improve that. You know, I trust that. I trust that everything, if I have an experience with somebody, and you know, I'm no shy to, I'm a spark plug. <laughs> so sometimes there's some situations, and that's okay. You know, I've managed to find a lot of um, growth and healing and love practice out of every one of them. Um, I can't really say I hold any grudges. There's some people I don't fuck with, you know? There's some, there's some folks that I'm just like, oh, that's, they got their thing, but like, right on. Like keep on living, you know. So yeah, I'm very, I'm very grateful uh, of this journey. I can't remember originally what was here. This was don't be uh, roommates with your friends. That was the original thing. You had an experience where it was, it was a neighbor. Fuck your roommates. Yeah, yeah. I never did that. I got through it, and I never turned gay and had sex with my male friends. <laughs> uh, and then we moved in together, and then we were fucking but we were also in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, what is, what's it like living with me? Um, Tell the people when, <laughs> because I don't know. Most of the time it's wonderful. Like, you're my great friend. Yeah, I love I love living with you, I love spending time with you. Me too. But for sure are there moments where I'm like, I wish it could be quiet for like 30 minutes straight. Yeah. Mm. There's been moments for sure, but like we, like I was annoying you the other day too. Like <laughs> you, your little sister came out the other day. It's so cute when you got a little sister. And she's just like, huh? she's just like ah, <laughs> like little things that are like pretty innocent, but they're just like there's no other way to describe them but annoying. Yeah. And just like, uh, and she's just like, I know, I don't care. <laughs> like runs away, and I'm like. I love it. That's the best way. That's the best way to handle this. Yeah, <laughs> and just own it. It was very cute. Yeah. So we've annoyed each other and stuff, but like, 
I think overall, I really like living with you. But if I didn't get to fuck you, there's no fucking way. Oh, yeah, it's not worth it. Which is pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. That plays a big, <laughs> big role. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I know. No, you can just... have to have separate homes. Yeah. Or at least separate apartments. I would miss you, though. Even if I was in the apartment next door, I'd be like, oh, I wonder what... Unless we were working on our shit. Like, sometimes when I go in the room, yeah. I'm like, oh, it would be nice to not be in our room. Like an additional <laughs> condo that one of us can just go to and work if the other is doing yeah. shit at their, at their main condo. Yeah. Like in a city. Like, just like yeah. one over in that building. Because I wouldn't just want to, like, watch TV without you. Exactly. Yeah, no, I want to live with you, but yeah. sometimes I want to work. Like, when I'm still mixing, I'm sure you feel, I'm getting better at it, right? Like, I tear myself apart. Like, I'm so entangled in a song. Like, there's so many thing, thoughts in cue that it's impossible to, like, stop all the momentum because they've been embedded in my process of, like, it's like I have tentacles. Like one is focused on this vocal and one is kind of focused on what the percussion's doing and one's up with the bass and one's with that vocal and one's with their vocal that should match mine but should be their own chain because their own voice has different EQ settings. And I have all these like things going on, like spinning and waiting for me to get to. And I'm like, and then like Winnie will come in and so cute and sweet and like not mean to bother me at all, just like taking off her stuff and just like baby voices with the animals and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, oh yeah, okay, that vocal. And then like, it's just a natural distraction yeah. where it's like, it's like, you know, like do you your thing. you should be in an office. Like I should go be in a studio, exactly. <laughs> and that's, but like, when you're not here, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm able to like, be, and bless this space. Be naked and go cook myself something, right? Like yeah. there are other things to being in a professional space. Like I can smoke all the weed. I'm sure I could smoke weed at most studios, but like I do smoke copious amounts of weed. So it's like. Shout out our landlord. Yeah. I, and he was here. He's the best. Yo, he, we got that guy here, yeah. man. Sweet guy. Russian man. Won't say his name. Bless him. Uh, he was here. And he was doing uh, some repairs for us. And he just looked over and I was sitting in my chair here. And he like looked at the art on the walls and he's like, I love what you've done with your space. <laughs> and we were like, well, this is it. He's like, no, this is your home. Like, he's so sweet. And he's like, this is like, basically it was, it was very validating because it was, you know, he's seen the place and he's had other renters. It's like, this is essentially a compliment that this is the best rendition of the room he's seen, you know? <laughs> That's what it felt like. We took a while to get here, it but... Out. yeah. And there could still be improvements, for sure. But, like, they'd be structural improvements. Like, I'd put shelves or something, you know? Yeah. But, like, layout-wise, L-shaped couch, that corner, desk there. We tried it over there. Uh, we're blessed because I can produce the fuck out of music. There's just a, a concrete staircase there. And upstairs, we're on the ground level. So the parking is below. It's just concrete, like the sidewalks there. And then there's the party room up above. Mm -hmm. And then this these guys over here, which it's been an issue when they've been residents who live there. Like a yeah. couple times the sound and stuff. Because um, if we can hear them, they can hear us. Yeah. You know. Uh, but these guys is now an office. So yeah. they don't give a fuck. So, because yeah. it's like, it can be, it can be into... Uh, they're a startup. They're a startup. And they're really cool, man. And they just, the guy moved in. He was really polite and cool and awesome and said hi. And we were just like, right, right on, man. We're basically working all the time out of here, too. So, a little hustle corner. And yeah, we've not crossed paths past that. 
and mm. they've just well, I love the energy I love the energy of thinking and focusing yeah like I think that really belongs here we're in Fort York and like it is like it's like Yuppieville it's like a millennial sweet like first stage family kind of before you move to a house or make it and buy a penthouse you know what I mean yeah. like this is like and it's so nice to have that thinking energy here and when I say Yuppieville I mean that's good it just means people kind of like that comfortable young working professional. What are yuppies? Young professionals. Oh. Yeah. Young young urban professionals. Young urban professionals. Yup. Yuppies. Yup, 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 yup. Just like millennials with a little bit of additional income. <laughs> nice. Basically. People in their thirties who have nice scarves. <laughs> Fuck, man, there's been some, uh, our last place we lived in over there, Koya Productions, man, that's heavy. Nelly, ride with me. If you want to go and take a ride with me. The girl, uh, Alyssa, <laughs> what's her name from Toronto? <coughs> they produced that breakout track for Alyssa Cara. Alessia Cara. Who's, oh, yeah. on, who's awesome. Yeah. Where'd she go? She I know, cool. yeah. See, I think she's still thing. around, but she was young when she, she popped off, young. so I think she may have taken some time for, like, school and da, stuff. Da, 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 I don't really da, know. Da, I'm making da, da. that shit up. You know what my mom said today, though? What? She was like, I kind of like the idea. She's like, if you know, if you guys had that kid, I kind of like the idea that you were saying, like, you wouldn't put him in school. I'm like, sick. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to indoctrinate them and acclimate them to the way of thinking that they We got to figure out something. No, because we put them in karate and cool shit, like sports that will like let them acclimate socially. And then like there, there's a basic learn to be a human kit that basically they teach you from grade one to seven, how to write yeah. English, have proper pronunciation. <laughs> I'm talking about like lean in, like instead mm -hmm. of this bullshit stretched up, Get the get the actual learning steps and like do it ourselves. Fuck, I could brush up on some English. <laughs> exactly what is a predicate and a noun? Is an adjective? Damn, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, just we, read. Just it read. has to. Yeah, it like, has to be a better alternative, obviously, than to school. Well, indoctrinating we do it. and sending them to some sort of fucking industrial complex brainwash thing is not the fucking move, though, either, man. I don't disagree, yeah. and school is stupid, and, like, if I... No, it is. I'm well, so mad that no one that. taught me accounting or anything. In, or basic, like, basic accounting. 10, like 11, 12. Taxes. Like, 10, 11, 12 should just be reserved for, like, the things that you need to do the first couple of years post-graduation by yourself. How to cook yourself a meal for five bucks. Jeez. You can help out college kids before they end up in college and eating Mr. Noodles constantly. Yes. Why don't you guys start a little garden? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want my kid to learn how to grow. I don't know how to grow shit. I don't know, grow shit. Like I'm, I'm, all, I'm out here. Primo's I don't know how to change a light bulb, but what's that gonna do in the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah, start a fire, shit like that. Could, like actual life skills. So that's what I mean. Like, and you know, dad's just gonna be out here fucking reading, thinking, grow rich on a Tuesday afternoon. So you know what I said in my yoga class today. There's a posture. It's called half tortoise, and you press your palms together and cross your thumbs, and then you do other stuff. But you're pushing your palms together, essentially. And I was like. Uh, push, press your palms together so you start to feel like a bit of resistance, right, in the arms. And then I was like, if you're not careful, you might start a fire. Uh, and no one laughed. What? No one laughed at that. I think sometimes it's like when you say something that's funny, especially actually funny, people are kind of caught. I, I was. I'm saying this because I remember this. I was caught in my ego that was like, this person's being funny right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I am think that's sometimes what happens. Struggling. But I think also sometimes. At me. 
that's what it feels like sometimes. I also think <laughs> in my head sometimes because I never feel like they don't they don't appreciate no not they appreciate do. it but in my head I'm just like they know what's they, good they got it they know what's they're good they're just not responding right now because they're, they're doing yoga or they're and in, that's what they should be doing <laughs> exactly exactly it's not your stand up stage there when it is though you know you can make any place your stand up stage I'm just yeah. kidding. But uh, no, the thing is, is they could be in that kind of yogi meditation. That's, exactly. That, that's like. I hope it, so. It, it is. It just is. Like she said something funny. Cool. She said something funny. Yeah. I'm currently practicing yoga. Like there's a beautiful meditation sure. that comes with the humbling. Was it hot? Yeah, but it's so cold outside. I love it in the wintertime because people, when they start getting dramatic in the heat, I'm like, hey, remember when you were just outside 50 minutes ago and you were really a, didn't like that either? Like Facts perspective. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to be out there again in like 25 minutes. Yeah, don't be a little bitch. Enjoy <laughs> this time right now. Straight you can't do up. that. You, can't, you can only do that in the wintertime in cold climates, though, that have hot yoga. But it is such a wonderful thing. If you've never tried hot yoga and you live in a cold climate, highly suggest. It is so, I ooh, I want to go. I want to be there. Oh, it's so nice. I miss getting the crinkles out of my body. You should come back. Or go another place. Yep. Mm, yeah, that was interesting. I know. It's tough. It's a weird conundrum. I do want to talk about it, but I don't. <laughs> I don't want you to talk about it. Okay, thank you. Um, I might get a massage, though. We go to our ladies in Chinatown. Sometimes, sometimes they're they're in the basement sometimes. It's so they're cold. cold. Yeah, yeah. And it's a cold out today. I don't even know if that's the right choice, honestly, today. It's like minus uh. 21 out there. We've been having polar vortexes across Canada. Alberta, minus 51. What, what is this podcast? We're talking about the weather? What is this? Some sort of weather report podcast? <laughs> what is this? Some sort of large weather report <laughs> podcast program? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in the sauna. That You know what? But oh, like, yeah. You should go in the sauna. I don't know sauna. why it's so tight here on my right side right now. But it feels like it definitely needs a massage, you know? Fuck, there's this place also for ladies in Toronto called Body Blitz. Yeah. And ladies honestly, are lucky because I would men highly, would make everything weird. I would highly consider for you opening up like a little mini spot like this for men only. Yeah. Like a bath lounge that wasn't all bath loungy. <laughs> that wasn't all meant for like weird, dirty sex, low-key things. No, I more just pictured like a bunch of like gr grunty, thick oh, like, men. Like um, oh, like a like a bougie millennial version. Yeah, like the other ship of the Russian bathhouse. Yes, got it. Where it's not all like worn leather at the front, and a bulletproof glass thing when you like check in and like slide your five dollars to go shower with men. Yeah, but they make, I it, make cool. it nice. Like this place, like you, you can want get fresh room. juices and stuff. Yeah, and they have a, a, a infrared sauna and a steam room, and three different pools: a cold plunge, cold a plunge. body temperature salt water pool, yeah. and a hot tub. And it's just like it's so good. Oh my god! Just thinking about it right now, I might go treat myself to that. Oh, delicious! Yeah, you should. Good. Oh, I'm going to find a Russian like bathhouse. <laughs> 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 I'm 
I'll tell you, I've been at some uh, boxing gyms in Richmond and BC, and there was a steam room, and it was clothing optional. And you can't see, because it's all steamed up. In where, DC? In BC. In BC. Yeah, in Richmond. Remember that boxing gym I went to? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes there is a thing about men just being men, but like away from each other, but like that like grunty, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It was felt athletic. Yeah. I like steam room. Yeah. Ours is a sauna, right? I like a steam room. I, I want a steam room. Yeah, I want a steam room too. Feels like it's good for my lungs. It is. Yeah. And it my moisturizes. N- nose. Everything. Yeah. It moisturizes. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm saying right now. Like the humidity isn't crazy, but like yeah. you get that moisturization mm. in the hot room. Okay. He- yoga studios in general. Here's the thing I'll say. Why I don't feel like I'm running out to go join anyone. It's become such a commodity that it has to be cognitively engaged and like conducted in a way in the community that takes too much I'm like like I want to fucking glide in here with my eyes closed and do my practice and like smell jasmine and disappear again you know like I want to do yoga like a sacred thing and it's just like a fucking chippy chattery bullshit garbage virtue signaling community now and you nailed it yesterday when we were having our jam it's a first stage mindful place so they need it more than I do in the terms of society so it's like go have your lunch hour here then and fucking kill the sacredness but you're not killing the sacredness you're taking the sacredness at your pace that feels comfortable but like if I had a yoga studio it would be like shut the fuck up Namaste. That'd be the name of it. But you're completely um, dismissing the benefit of community. Oh well, I just don't believe in the community being built that way. That's just like my kind of shitty outlook on it because of my personal feelings. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I. What I, is this? What is this? I um. Something that was in here. This primo case. Okay. Oh, you know what it is? The end of the naked mummer. Nice. Yeah. East Coast weed. Yeah, we were in Newfoundland. And it's actually, I saw their pre rolls are on the market here here in Australia. That's so funny that I should find them right as they're dropping. Or maybe they've been here. Have they been here? Naked Mummer, if you haven't tried their Cake Crasher, that's what we bought. We ended up buying like 17 grams of it. Yeah, a bunch of it. Yeah. Um, This girl, Katie. Uh, at, is it Atlantis or Atlantic? Atlantic. Atlantic Cannabis in, yeah. in St. John's in Newfoundland. You know, I was like, give me the, the fine local stuff, you know? And, and she presented that. She's like, this is our local hero. You know, I was like, cool. Okay, crash, let's check it out. And yeah, and that is a humulene. What's that clean? That was real nice. And I don't think Ontario's getting their buds. I don't think it's in flower. Pre-roll. And then uh, <laughs> Crooked Dory. And the wax was excellent. And it was a gram for like 30 bucks. I'm like. Did we get their flower as well or just their yeah, wax? Yeah. Their oh. uh, the Jealousy Cross. The Jealousy London Pound Cake Cross. That's right. Yeah. That was good, man. But their, but their wax was the shit, though. That for me, good. there was a grape pie garlic breath cross. That was nice. I love everything grape. And uh, then the next one I got was a pink cush and the high on that, the wax and the high on that was fucking awesome. And the prices over there are a little bit more reasonable than over here. Yeah, you could smoke better weed for less than Newfie buy. Yeah. But that's very Newfie, isn't it? 
Man, what a cool bunch of people. How was can you how was doing stand up over there? You I did star? stand up over you there. You star. You headlined a show in a, a, during was, a family trip week. Yeah. You really I showed know. me up for all the times we came to Alberta and I did nothing but eat. <laughs> Tell us, how well, did it feel? Well, it's easier to do just stand up. It's just me and preparation. And it felt really good after it was done. It was kind of this like annoying little buzzing thing because I I hadn't actually performed in a couple weeks, which I don't like. I don't like. I don't like that. That's changing. I'm going to an open mic tomorrow. Doing it. Uh, and it went really well, and the, everyone was so kind there. Everyone, that's kind of the way, you know. They, what a cool bunch work, of comedians. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, groups. the comedians were top-notch. Like, Yeah, the night was heavy, man. Yeah, it was a fan. Fogged-up comedy, Aaron's Pub. Go check it out. Yeah, and, and like, some of the comedians, like, thanked me for coming afterwards. Nice peeps. Which, like, I've never experienced. Yeah, Toronto's and like. I don't, I don't think that's. You didn't drop out so I could headline. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you for being here. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's less like that, less extreme, obviously. But like to thank someone, wow, that's so nice. Yeah, nice peeps. And my set went like pretty decent. I tried some new stuff. It went well. Uh, that was the first time I think I tried the progress joke. And it killed. That was probably my best joke of the night. Well, in terms of form, to watch you like <clears throat> tell a story, have them lean in, have the space, have the story work, and then clock with a punchline and have eruptious laughter. Yeah, it was probably your your nicest form. Yeah. of the night. Yeah, yeah, and it was a nice big laugh too. Like as a comedian, like who's still new and working out a lot of stuff and like getting rid of a lot of stuff and just trying to make shit better. I love that that those laughs still feel uh, not few and far between. Exciting. But, but yeah, like, and impactful. It's like, please let me do that for you again. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please laugh like that one more time at this show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you please um, do that exactly like you did it, but now on this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you please laugh more like that? Yeah. No, you got to make them. That's so brilliantly yeah. hard and excellent. And that's yeah. what every comedian is chasing and it shows. And, it, you know, it was also a generous audience. <coughs> I, I watched my shit and, like... They were there to, to show love. Yeah. You know, that's Newfie vibes, though. You yeah. Know? But and they also, like... I don't know. There's this cool backbone with Newfies, too, where, like, they might not bullshit you for too long. They'll be supportive, but... Yeah. I don't know, you know? There was one group of ladies that, um, like, came up to me afterwards, and she was like, like, the la- there was three women, including me, on the bill of, I think, probably nine comics. Yeah. And they were like, like, there was women tonight. Like, there was yes. women comedians tonight. Like, yes. that doesn't happen. <laughs> Very often. Yeah, chicks are on the come up in the stand up scene. So that it was that was cool because they they were like they got my back that whole set. Thanks, ladies. Yeah, that Thanks, was St. John's. That was wicked. That was wicked to see Aaron's pub and my cousin Grant has yes. a show every Wednesday. 
Yes. Yes, at Aaron's Starting, pub. though, not until March this yeah. year. When it's hot, when it's not deadly cold out. But he is a genius. And I love the stage. Like, I liked the setup that they have going on there. It was really nice. I'd love to come back. Yeah, we're definitely going to hit up that strip again. And we met Niall and his sister Megan. Yeah. They... I was at the bar, and I, I don't drink. Like, you know, I took our events out of licensed establishments because <laughs> I don't drink. But for some reason, this night, I figured, maybe because we're a newfie too, right? Yeah. Seems to be one of the sports. <laughs> I'm like, let's have a beer. Like, I'll buy me and my dad a beer. Uh, and as when he's in the washroom, so I'm like, Mademoiselle, can you please make a suggestion of two of your finest local lagers? <laughs> and then, like, she was like, this guy will know. And I'm like, hey, man. And then he's he gave suggestions. I was like, yes, great, two of those. Always ask a local. And then, um, you know, he just so friendly turned around. And he's like, what, like, how's it going? I'm Nile. And, like, you know, that's very also very newfy and cool. And, uh, yeah, we just started chatting, and uh, turns out they own a, a bar nearby. So that was a really cool sign Yeah. that when the bar was fairly empty, because we were comedians getting there early, like half hour for showtime, they were just kicking it in the downtime at, a no, at another bar close by. Yeah. You know, that's, that's love, man. That's yeah. good shit. That's community. That's, like, heartfelt people building an industry. And then and they scene. came back. They came back for, for the, the show. show. Like, they left. Like, we introduced, we exchanged, like, IG and, like, did the whole, like, what, hey, you're cool, nice to meet you thing. Um, and they left and they came back for the show and they, lo- they loved her set. So we'll, t- we'll try and hook something up there. It's called the Newfoundland... Embassy? Or uh, I'm high as shit right now. Yeah, we have their card. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> shout out Niall and Megan if you end yeah. up watching this. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we're going to figure out something for summertime. We Maybe we'll do Discipline Stunners live there. That'd be great. In St. John's. If you're in the East Coast, close to St. John's or in there, would you want to come see a live freestyle music show and stand-up comedy in St. John's? Obviously. Obviously. That's not even a... Duh. All right, plans in motion. Family, the fam came out. We brought out one, two, yeah, you three, filled four, a good part of the room. five, six, seven. Seven people. And at a I smaller bar, eight, that's... including you. Bless. Yeah. yeah, at a smaller bar, that's great. It's a quarter of the room sometimes. It's nice to be a bringer. You're a bringer. I fucking... You're I, a bringer. I used... Well, I'm not anymore you as much, but I used all my bringer when I was the shittiest comic. I did. That's like something that that's actually you, I heard comics say. They're like, don't bring people like just just go and do it but but so often you need to bring people to get the courage to like my first set back two years ago it'll be two years in february that i'm back at it at saltos (laughs) gotta do a reunion show yeah uh shout out i might might actually go to their open mic tomorrow night shout out saltos and that other place groove yeah Groove. groove anyway sorry continue Two years. Yeah. And yeah, I brought out, like, I could bring out like 15 people, like, pretty easily. Yeah. But that wears off because you're like, okay, good job. And they've seen the same set. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Winnie, you know, we support you. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear you practice anymore. Yeah. And I yeah, get it. And Musicians that's fair. go through that too. And now I'm like so much better than those early days. You like come see me. And, and like, like I don't yeah, yeah. take bringer spot, spots because I'm like not everyone's. I've tapped out. Tapped out. <laughs> but that's put you in this great little area, especially yo. Shout out Puff Mama, like keeping Winnie on the scene on those great shows you put together. Uh, you did one in the back of Spirit Leaf, obviously. 
Oh, I loved those shows. I was I there know. a couple of times. I know. I didn't believe in the venue at first. Uh, Amina mentioned it to us, and I was like, nah, it's not really my style. And then I saw Puff Mama do it, and it's true. It may not be perfect for me, but the way she did it, it was such a nice hang. I loved she's it. such a nice hang. I agree. It was like, nice. I'm fond of that. That That's like burned in my memory, and I don't remember a lot. Me too, right? Like how many shows we do and the fact that like that, that hangs out. That's what I tell her, though. That's what Joe is. I'm like, you're the hang. Everyone's here in, in this kind of cosmic da- days of, have, of Puff Mama. I have some sushi it. running through my bowels. Go, go get it out. <clears throat> no, I, I, I want to do the fun fact now. Do the fun fact, then go plunge that butt sack right fast. We haven't fast. done one of these for a while. Perfect. Glyptodonts were heavily armored dinosaur sized early mammals. In 2016, scientists determined that glyptodonts were a subfamily of armadillos that first appeared 35 million years ago. They became extinct around the end of the last ice age, while their smaller and more lightly armored relatives survived. Humans hunted these two-ton animals for meat. They then created shelters from the bony carapace. Carapace. Car- car- like carcass. It looks like a giant, we'll put one. Armadillo. It looks like a two-ton armadillo that, that existed on planet Earth at some point. And, Times are changing. And humans hunted them. What? 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 They're going to say this about there elephants. A, They're going to be talking ton? about elephants in a while. You're like, and humans hunted them. What? Is an elephant a two-ton animal? Yeah. Can you imagine an armadillo the size of an elephant? Mm-hmm. That's, That's so the, weird. The jungle was bigger. I feel like insects were the size of Ralph. I think they, yeah, I think they were very big. Like Colt was the first person who told me about insects and spiders being like insanely big. Yep. Yeah, trippy ass shit. Who like why? the jungle? I don't understand why. We got why did that happen? We got smarter and smaller. As as a general existing species on Earth, because we're surface dwellers. There's an inner earth. Don't fucking at me, okay? Agartha, they're safe in there. That's cool. You want to believe that there's molten lava rock to a core? That's cute. Keep reading your indoctrinated books. Also, Christopher Columbus was a Black Lives Matter participant, right? Okay, let's keep moving. Uh, (laughs) We're surface dwellers. So when things get fucking toasted, what do you do to protect yourself? You go in. So like these big giant things... Even if they created structures, toast, you know? And then it was like, how can you prevail? How can you stay? Get smaller and smarter. 
like aliens, you know? They, they steer their whole spaceships with their being, with their vibrational awareness of self. Who were these humans 35 million years ago that were hunting two-ton armadillos? I don't know. But they are probably related to the Anunnaki. Who's with me on this stuff? <laughs> Write it in the comments if you're on my vibe. Let me know if you're on my inner earth level. I need to know. <laughs> it's true. I would also like to know how many people are on his level about inner earth. Even if you're not, just say, I am not. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see the ratio. I just, I'm curious about that too. Who's on my and level? Then, and then we can present that data to brands. And <laughs> No. That was a good moment you had though. We will let you know we have a really good, <laughs> did we talk about this already? What? On, on the podcast when we saw this awesome YouTuber. I think we did. I don't want to re repeat it. Any, no, I was going to say our brand deals will always be authentic. Stuff that we want yes, to try we did and talk use about anyway. That. We did, yeah. yeah. So I won't get into that. And but just, pretty recent we talked about it. So so the good thing is just that we're always going to keep it real. We're <laughs> <laughs> always going to keep it authentic. I love you guys. What's that your favorite fun. Will Ferrell movie? Go. Step Brothers. So good. You? Night at the Roxbury. Oh, so good. Oh my God, it's one of the best movies. I'm going to recreate Night at the Roxbury. In my life, that came to me on Mushrooms one day. I'm going to recreate Night at the Roxbury, but like with hip hop. Mm. I'm just looking for my brother. I'm looking for my Doug. Am I Doug or am I Steve? I'm a weird height. I don't think it works with like, I don't I might think just that direct you can, it. yeah, I don't think you can take those same characters, but I think that you can like somehow pay homage to. Exactly. Yeah. Here's my movie, Halfway Between How High and Night of the Roxbury. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Method Man and Red Man moments like Got Weed, Got Blunt, more headbands and lugs and less tight blazers yeah <laughs> what you know about that um with the swagger of a college kid <laughs> that was our love story song yeah i knew one rap song and it happened to be the one that was always on the radio right which i didn't realize that because i didn't drive or listen to the radio but i i was listening to that ti album at the time because ti dropped an album i listened to it holler I listened to Rihanna, so. And then they came together. That's how I learned about T.I. And then whatever, you, and then I found whatever you like. I don't know if that came after or before, mm -hmm. but uh, that also same. is still one of my favorite songs. Yeah, King, I think that was in the album. Of... Oh, that was what you know about that. Hey, What's her name? Hey, Jane. Hey, Jill. Jill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. No, Kate. <laughs> All right. No, I, I missed this one already. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. This is so nice. I love this. <laughs> I love this episode. It's I know this has been a lot of nice. fun. Thank you. This is so nice. Thank you. Okay. Let's go yeah. to the sauna. Let's let's remember to live in gratitude as much as you can, as much present. as it doesn't feel patronizing. I know it feels patronizing sometimes. God, no, I find know something it. to be grateful Figure for. You can out. do it. You can yeah. do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Find something to be grateful for. Focus yeah. on that. And 
And maybe try journaling. I'm going through the weeds with journaling right now, but it's still somehow moving things within me. Yeah. Still Let it good. tick. Let it yeah. tick. Let it go. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Glontodonts. see something so true that you couldn't unsee it something that you just knew would serve you whether it be self-awareness plant medicine a lover a career that's what we get down to here Welcome to Disciplined Stoners, the gateway drug to mindfulness. Spark up or don't, and enjoy the show. Glad you're here.